Hi guys, welcome back to Be the Main Character with Bianca. I am so excited to be chatting with all of you guys. I have been thinking about this podcast for a couple days and everything I wanted to talk about and I'm really excited. I feel like I have a lot to say. So let's just do little life updates that I like to do for you guys. This past weekend was Easter. It was amazing. It was a very low-key Easter for us. Um, TMI but we're not a super religious family, my immediate family. So Easter's not huge for us. Um, I have younger siblings, so the Easter Bunny comes and there's egg hunts and baskets and it's cute and it's fun, but it's nothing huge for us personally because we're just not religious. Um, but if you celebrated it for religious reasons, I hope you had an amazing Easter. And if you just celebrated it for fun like we did, then I hope you also had a good Easter. We actually drove up to our lake house in New Hampshire. That is my absolute favorite place on earth. And we just went up there to just um, move some furniture around, spring clean a little bit. And my parents are redoing the floors up there. So we had to move all the furniture into the room where the flooring is done so that we could rip up the carpet in the other room to get it ready for flooring. So we did that and it was just so nice to be there even though nobody was there because it's seasonal and it just got me so excited for the season. Oh, another thing I need to talk to you guys about, it is 72 degrees today. Right this very second that I'm recording this, it's 72 degrees. Yesterday it was 60 degrees and I could not be happier. My entire personality is coming back to life. It's an amazing feeling. I always think that I'm gaslighting myself a little bit in the winter and that my seasonal depression isn't as bad as it actually is until the second it's 55 and above and I feel like a completely different person, more motivated, happier, genuinely feel more positive not like I'm forcing positivity I'm genuinely such a happier healthier person when the sun is out and it is above 55 degrees outside it completely changed my mood I felt so motivated I made so many TikTok videos I was so excited to record this podcast I just felt like I had so much energy and so much creativity but yeah, we spent the day up there. It was amazing over Easter weekend. It was also beautiful out this weekend and it's going to be so nice out the rest of this week. I'm so excited. I really just want to be on a deck somewhere with a margarita in hand ASAP. And I, I think that's what I will be doing at the end of this week. And that just sounds like an amazing time. I literally just want to be anywhere outside. Drink in hand, no drink in hand. I don't care. I just want to be outside. I am just so happy. And this Easter, my mom got us all books, which I thought was a really cute idea because all all me and my siblings love to read. So I wanted to tell you guys the books that I got. So I want to also preface this by saying I never read the description of books anymore. Like I never read that back cover page that tells you what the book is about. I go off recommendations from TikTok or other people and if I've seen it, you know, kind of do well or be popular or if I like the cover. I don't read the description, which I made this mistake recently. I recently just finished a book called The Butterfly Garden. I didn't read what it was about. It was recommended to me, so I just read it. And actually, I listened to it as an audiobook. And it was very dark, disturbing, 
very hard book to get through but it was one of those books that once you started it you needed to find out how it ended because it was so morbid that you're like there has to be something good about this book at the end and I need to get there and so I did finish the book but I think that will be one of the last times that I just I don't know because I absolutely love knowing nothing about the book and having no idea of what's going to be happening Besides that, someone else told me it was going to be a good book or I found it on TikTok from a recommendation. I like just not knowing. But recently, I've read a couple books that I just haven't read the descriptions for and they've been dark and deep and very hard to digest. And this book in particular was one for me that I was like, I don't know how much more of this book I can take. But like I said, I had to finish it because I had to know that there was something good at the end of it. It's very triggering, um, so definitely look up the description if you want to read it or listen to it. It's definitely a lot to take, so just read the description unlike I did. If you guys listened to my New Year's episode, you guys know that my goal this year is to read 50 books and do the A to Z challenge where you read a book from every single letter. So I just picked books off that list that I already had made and sent a couple over to my mom. Also books that I've never read the description of that have all been recommendations for me. And so I have Heart Bones by Colleen Hoover. I don't know. I love Colleen Hoover books. I think they're easy. They're cute. They have romance, drama. They're really good. I like them. I think they're easy reads. They're wholesome um, for the most part, except Verity. Verity is not wholesome. Verity is very a very dark book as well. Again, I have no idea what Heart Bones is about, but it was recommended to me and it's a Colleen Hoover book, so I would pretty much read any Colleen Hoover book. The next book I got is My Dark Vanessa, which I'm assuming is going to be dark. And when I posted about it on my Instagram story, I had a friend say that it was a really, really good book. So I'm excited. And it was also a recommendation I heard from a podcast. So. So that was the second book. And then the last book is Daisy Jones and the Six, which I think is now a show on Netflix, which is also what I've heard is a really good book. And I would love to read the book and then watch the show. I can't I don't know if it's a show or a movie on Netflix, but I heard it's really good and the soundtrack looks really good. So I want to read the book and then later on watch the show. So I'm excited about that. Once again, have no idea what it's about, but have heard it be recommended a million times but yeah that was my Easter weekend and like I said we were up at the lake which is my favorite place ever I can't even describe the way that I just completely relax when I'm at the lake and my whole family does as well and I think that's why I get so relaxed is I can feel everyone else just mellow and chill out and everyone's just having a good time in their own way and it's the most calm most relaxed I ever am is when I'm there I just love it so much and I'm so excited for the season to start and to be back there all the time. I can't wait. Which leads into the episode today which is going to be called Beauty and Balance because I feel like for the first time in my life I'm truly beginning to understand and realize that you don't have to have one way of life all the time. For instance, I used to convince myself that I couldn't be successful in life or successful in the gym, successful in jobs if I was out all the time and partying or going to bars or drinking a lot. I thought that you couldn't have both. I thought that you couldn't be successful in one area and then 
be what I would call lacking in another area. And I'm not saying like excessively drinking all the time. I'm saying I thought that I couldn't go to the gym all week and then have a few drinks on the weekend and still be successful the following week. And there's going to be points in your life where you're going to be more strict with yourself, have different sets of goals and where okay yeah it might not align with your goals right now to be drinking on the weekends if you're let's say competing for a bodybuilding show like that wouldn't be realistic at that point in your life but I wasn't at that point in my life where I needed to be that strict with myself where I couldn't be consistent working throughout the week lifting consistently eating well and then have a few drinks on the weekend like I simply thought I had to be so one or the other and honestly this went for hanging out with friends too I felt like all my time all the time needed to be focused on some kind of end goal all the time so I wouldn't go out as much because I would be working on something else and some may say this is an amazing mentality and you'll get so much done you'll get so ahead of head in life but I think you miss out on so much of life at the same time Like, I feel like in years past, I used to isolate myself so much, not hang out with friends as much as I could have for whatever reason I had in my head that it wasn't good for my goals. And took hearing from my therapist that I needed to see my friends more to get me to see my friends more. And I've said this before, it wasn't because I love them, but sometimes I just, I had this idea in my head that if I was out and doing other things all the time, I couldn't also simultaneously work on things to better myself. I thought those two couldn't go hand in hand when in fact it was bettering my mental health to go out and see friends and then in return that would successfully impact my goals at home. This might sound confusing. I don't know if I sound extremely confusing, but I'm going to keep going with where I'm going. But I just didn't think I could be a 6am gym girly and also be a 2am bar girly. I thought you could never be both of those, but you totally can. It's a made up thing (laughs) that you can't be both, that you can't have both. I think the word that's really important is and and also balance. You don't have to be so one way or so the other way. You can simply just have a life that is created by balance and created around balance. So leading into recently why I've been thinking about this. So in the month of March, I did a lot of traveling like I told you guys and I took a step back from TikTok. Not really intentionally. I was traveling a ton when I was in the Bahamas for that week, I had no access to social media, so I couldn't post throughout that week. I was also in New York for a period of time. I was still posting. I just wasn't posting my normal content all the time, and I wasn't posting every single day like I typically do. For months, for actually a year, I've posted every single day, sometimes multiple times a day on TikTok consistently for over a year, and at my pretty much a year anniversary of like getting really consistent and big on TikTok I took a step back and took a break to enjoy the month of March and the guilt that consumed me about it was ridiculous and looking back on it it was pretty silly because I didn't lose any followers no one went away it wasn't as big as I made it out to be in my head and I really needed that step back from making content all the time to reevaluate how my content is now compared to how it was a year ago and also 
breathed some life into new ideas and new concepts. And I think another thing that was doing it for me is that now I'm getting to the point where I'm getting partnerships on TikTok and, you know, actually getting paid on TikTok. And when something becomes a job for me, I take it very, very seriously. Not that I wasn't taking TikTok seriously before, but now when I'm producing something for someone and it's becoming a job and something I'm responsible for and something that someone's counting on me for I take it very very to heart and I want to make it as good as possible and I think I overthink it to the point where there's a reason that they wanted you to produce this content for their company and it's because of what you were doing before they were going to pay you if that makes sense so what I was doing before is also what's going to work now because that's what brought them there in the first place. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. But yeah, it really consumed me for the mar- one month of March and I still posted in March. It's not like I didn't post at all. I posted. I just didn't post as frequently and how I normally would. And like I said, it ate me alive. Now it's April. And yesterday, I think I recorded three TikToks in one day, which I haven't done that in a while. And the other day I recorded three TikToks in on Saturday and I finally feel like I'm getting back in my groove and I have better ideas and better content because I'm in a better space to create and because I took that step back and I took that break. And I'm realizing that it was healthy for me and it was a really good thing for me. So if I ever feel like I need a break from something again, I'm not going to let it consume me. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I'm just going to let it be and come out on the other side making something better. So if you feel guilty about something that you've been working on or that you took a step back from or that you just haven't been working as hard at that you wanted to, release that guilt because it's it's going to come back with time. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some grace And when you come out on the other end of it, it's going to be a thousand times better because you're going to have the energy and the space to do whatever it is that you want to do. I want to tie this in into the main character of a movie. So think about when you're watching a movie with a main character, okay? (laughs) And they have this lull period where their life is falling apart. They're in bed all the time. There's no people around them. They're in this weird lull period. And right after that, right after that point in the movie they have something amazing happen to them they have this opportunity that they didn't know was waiting for them their relationship falls back into place or they find someone better okay I want you to think about rest like that you need your lull period you need that point in your movie okay you need your period of figuring it out and resting and not knowing why things are happening in the way that they're happening to come out on the other side of it to have your breakthrough moment and I think that you'll have your breakthrough moment after you have this uncertainty about taking a step back taking a break resting more whatever it is not giving it 120 percent and just taking a step back and then you're gonna have that amazing breakthrough moment afterwards and I truly think that you can compare it to the main character of a movie. It's the same exact thing. And I think that's so important to talk about because I feel like being the main character is shown a lot on TikTok for like the high moments, but main characters have a lot of their down moments that create their high moments and create their main character moments. 
and it's it's the low points that create those moments to be even better so take it with a grain of salt that main characters have their ups and downs and you will too okay next i want to talk about falling out of routine for experiences isn't the end of the world so like i said before in march i traveled a ton i fell out of routine i talked to you guys about this last week and it's okay to fall out of routine for experiencing life it is okay to travel and fall out of routine to eat foods that you don't normally do, to not drink as much water as you normally do, to drink maybe more alcohol than you typically do. But like you're on an island. You're having experiences. You're making memories. Maybe you're doing really cool stuff. I don't know. But you're traveling. These are memories you're going to have forever. So don't feel guilty about falling out of your routine for experiences in life. It's okay, your routine, you can always come back to it, but you need to lose your routine for a little bit when you're traveling and experiencing. This is something I'm working on, but also learning, so I think it's important to share with you guys. Okay, my next topic is you are allowed to relax after work. I don't know why I have such a hard time with this. I actually was just thinking about it before I pressed record again. And I think it's because in high school and pretty much all my life, I was always in so many sports and activities that my life was always school, sports, come home and do homework, shower, eat dinner, say hi to my family, go to bed, repeat every day, all day for years. And that's just how my life was. And It never bothered me when I was younger. It just was my way of life, as I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And now that I'm older, when I come home from work, I feel like I am not allowed to just sit and relax. And I think it's because of just the way I grew up and that's just always how it was. So I just never think that it's okay to just relax after work. I have such a hard time with it. And I always feel guilty about it and I just shouldn't because you just, you know, worked for 8, 10, 12 hours, however long you work or whatever you do. It takes a lot out of you. You're allowed to rest and recharge after work, whether it's half an hour or three hours, whatever it is, depending on the day, you deserve it and you've 100% earned it. And it's fine if you need to relax after work. It's totally fine. And we need to stop feeling guilty about it. Like, I feel like I go through the mental checklist in my head while I'm at work. Like, oh, I have to do this when I get home. And I have to do this when I get home. And I have to do this. And yeah, obviously, we have to do things that we don't want to do every single day. I'm not saying every single day you're going to come home and do nothing until the next day at work. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you are allowed to rest first after work. You don't need to come home and do all of your stuff You don't need to do your laundry and the dishes and everything the second you walk through the door. You can simply sit, recharge for a minute, do what you have to do, and then proceed to do whatever your responsibilities are. But you're allowed that time to come home and decompress. And it's not just your car ride home. For me, that used to be my decompression time because I lived farther away from my work. Now I live closer. So I think the second I walk through the door, everything needs to be done. It doesn't. You are allowed to rest after work. Next, I want to talk about how social media can add to this. So we consume so much of other people's lives and sometimes we forget that those are highlight reels of everyone's 
best moments and sometimes we don't see those people's slower days or days where they're lazy or days where they're not doing a get ready with me or they're not doing a Sunday reset or they're not doing an errands run where they're simply just laying in bed like yeah because not a lot of people want to see that content so they're not going to create that content we're seeing their highlight reel their best moments the things that we're attracted to but we have to realize that that's most likely not their everyday life and we can't compare ourselves to those people myself included I post content that I think people will enjoy that people will like and a lot of the time it's not when I'm laying in bed and don't have a lot of motivation because that's just not going to attract a lot of people I try to keep my social media as real as I can but at the same time I'm going to post content that I'm proud of that I think will interest people and that's why it's social media and that's why we have to take it with a grain of salt because it's people's highlight reels and there's no shame in that there's nothing bad about it it's just that we have to understand that we're seeing a glimpse of people's lives we're seeing 30 seconds 20 seconds even and we think that they have it so figured out but we're only seeing such a short curated amount of their time we're not seeing the whole picture we're not seeing everything and we're not supposed to. So we can't compare ourselves to those people and think that we're being lazy or that we're not as good as someone else because they seem like they have it together. Most of the time, they don't have it together either. Okay, my next topic is give yourself grace when you go through big life changes and be proud of them. So you guys know I recently moved into my first apartment and I'm very happy and very proud. It was one of my biggest goals this year on my vision board in my goals list. It was something I really wanted to do and I did it really early into the year. Um, I genuinely think it was divine timing. I think everything worked out the way it was supposed to and I'm really happy where I'm at now. But I don't think I one am proud of myself enough for doing it and two for understanding that your life changes a lot when you move out on your own and you're now responsible for so much more that you weren't responsible for in the past if you lived at college or if you lived at your parents house for me I lived at my parents house you take on a lot when you move out whether you realize it or not acknowledge it or not you do you're hundred percent responsible for yourself now no one's looking out for you I mean yes your parents are going to check in with you and stuff but you are you're on your own I mean of course you have support from your family I'm not saying that but you are responsible for everything now and you need to give yourself grace for that fact that you know for instance something that I definitely didn't take for granted but I also am even more grateful for it now something is and it's not that simple actually I was gonna say something as simple as my mom making me dinner but it's not that simple because it's a big deal for her to cook dinner for seven people it's a big deal for me because I get to get just come home and eat dinner and now I live on my own and it seems like such a simple thing to just come home and make dinner but it's a whole ordeal did you get the right amount of groceries do I have to go back to the store to get stuff I'm missing and, you know, sometimes if you're missing something, guess who I would call? My dad. Hey, dad, can you get X, Y, Z because we're missing it and I'll make dinner or mom is making dinner. We rely on the people we live with a lot and especially when they're family. And when you move out of that environment and now you're responsible for everything, you take on a lot of things, whether they're minor or major. It doesn't matter either way. 
you become responsible for a lot more and you need to give yourself grace and time to adjust to that. And I'm just realizing this now that it's a big transition and it's an amazing transition. I'm very happy, but it's a big transition. You're responsible for a lot more and you're taking care of yourself for some, for some people, for me, for the first time in my life. So give yourself grace in these big life moments, in these big changes. Even if, let's say, you're a senior in high school listening to this and you're going to university for the first time next year, that's a huge life change. Yes, you're in school and you're with roommates and you have a little bit more guidance. It's still a really hard adjustment. I definitely didn't adjust well um, and that's why I didn't stay at university personally and yeah so give yourself grace in these big big moments and understand that you're gonna need some time to adjust okay next one is not every aspect of your life has to be about growth now I cannot imagine myself saying those words probably two years ago I think my two years ago mentality was everything, every single thing I did had to be about growing in one way or another. And there's nothing bad about self-growth. There's nothing bad about having goals. There's nothing bad about hard work. There's nothing bad about hustling. None of that is bad. And that's never what I'm saying. I'm just saying that not every aspect of your life has to be about achieving something. And once again, I think I just grew up with that mentality that you were always working towards something and, you know, all these elements of your life are going to help you work towards whatever it is, but you need to have hobbies and interests and leisure that doesn't have an end goal. So whatever that is, for me, one of my big adjustments was this, was going from reading only self-help books to reading fiction books. I used to only let myself read self-help books for a few years. I was convinced that I was only going to benefit from reading if it was benefiting me personally and in my life and goals. And if it was just fiction, then I was reading, yes, but I wasn't you know, growing my brain. I wasn't focusing on my goals and it made me hate reading. And then I finally allowed myself to read fiction books again. And all of a sudden I was reading way more. I was enjoying it much more. And I read like twice the amount I had read the year before. And it was because I allowed myself to just have a hobby of reading books with really nothing to them besides just a story and I got to live in another world and it was amazing instead of just forcing myself to read these self-help books which were great that I learned from but I didn't always need to be reading those 24-7. Another thing I was thinking about when I was thinking about the lake and I was driving home today from work when I'm at the lake and it's summer and it's 80 degrees outside and I wake up have a slow morning you know, my only care in the world is getting on the sand, getting to the dock, getting my bathing suit on and getting a tan and having a drink and just into enjoying my day. Never do I think on those days that I am being lazy or that I'm not doing enough. Ever. That thought never crosses my mind during the summer on those days. I am never thinking about how many steps I'm getting in or what I'm accomplishing today I'm simply just living my life at the lake and I never ever feel guilty about that 
in the summer because I'm outside and I feel like when you're outside, I don't know, it's some, I don't know, it's having some benefit on you. But when it's winter and we're inside just relaxing, at least for me, and I think a lot of people, we all feel extremely guilty about it. Like we're not doing enough, like we're not accomplishing enough. But in the summer, we have this mindset that we're just relaxing and it's okay. And I think we need to transition that summer mindset to winter when it's cold and dark and you're just trying your best and you're in the house and you're not doing a lot and realizing that it's okay to rest then too. So I'm applying my summer mindset to all year round when it comes to rest and recharging and balance. Okay, next, you don't always need to be working on a big project. Taking care of yourself is a big project. So I always like having something I'm working towards personally. Last year for me, it was finishing nursing school and then after that it was passing the NCLEX and then after that it was getting my first job and then after that it was doing this podcast like I always am like okay what's next and then what's after that and then what's after that and right those were a lot of really big things that I mentioned that all happened in a year and I think sometimes you're gonna have years like that sometimes you're gonna have years where you're graduating college where you're moving out for the first time where you're getting your first job job post new grad and all those things happen in one year and that's amazing but that doesn't mean that the following year is not as good or you didn't do as well because you didn't accomplish three more huge things like be grateful and appreciative and proud of those things you accomplished last year and where they're getting you now because you finishing school you getting your first job is now paying for your first house or your first apartment or whatever it is, or now you're in your dream job and you're so happy at this dream job, you couldn't imagine doing anything else. Be proud and just sit in that instead of thinking about, okay, what can I do next? I think it's important to have goals for the future and aspirations and get excited about things to work towards too. But I think we can also just sit in where we're at for a few minutes or a year or six months and not feel like we have to hustle to the next big thing and that's kind of where I'm at this year I am working towards something for next fall but I'm doing it at my own pace I'm not doing it as fast as I thought I would and I'm honestly just being happy in the fact that I have a full-time job as a nurse that I moved out and that I am financially independent that was another huge goal of mine to be financially independent do everything on my own and accept and be proud of those goals that I've already accomplished this year even if they're not as big as some of the things I did last year understanding that it's just as good and being proud of them and like I said earlier taking care of yourself is a big project okay taking care of your finances your health feeding yourself all those things they're not easy. So taking care of yourself is a huge project in in itself and you can just simply be proud of that. Okay, my next one relates to health and fitness. A 30-minute workout is better, always better, than no workout at all. Okay, I used to think if I wasn't going to get in my perfectly planned split day of the week, meaning if I have back and buys today and I don't get my exact workout to a T done today, then it's pointless, useless, it barely counted, and it just 
wasn't as good as I could have been. That mindset is just terrible because moving your body in any way, shape, or form is always better than not. Even if it's not perfect, even if it's not exactly what you planned, fitness is supposed to be meant to it, fitness is meant to be a lifestyle fitness is meant to work into your lifestyle and be something you can do long term for the rest of your life and if we get so consumed and wrapped up in the idea that if it's not perfect every single day that it amounts to nothing we will get so stuck and probably do less than we could have because we think that 30 minutes is not comparable to an hour and we'd rather just not do it at all or we're just failing in that 30 minutes rather than taking that 30 minutes working as hard as you can in those 30 minutes and accepting that you still got a workout in you still moved your body you still you know had endorphins and being proud of that and moving on to the next day and not getting so stuck on it so same thing with walking I have started walking a lot more in the past year and accepting that as a good workout not only is it a good workout for your body but it's a really good workout for your brain I recently learned how much walking increases your brain activity compared to a lot of other activities and also declines your risk for cognitive decline which I think is amazing. So if you feel guilty or like you're not doing enough when you are on a walk, you're doing so many good things for not only your body, but your brain, which is huge and will be huge when you're older as well. So walking is good long term. And next, when we rest and recharge, we reignite with new ideas and energy kind of going off of what I was saying earlier when we give ourselves that lull period that grace period that time to just slow down a little bit we come out of the other side just feeling amazing new ideas better energy so give yourself that grace give yourself that time to recharge because it's going to reignite all these things that you felt were dying out and it's just that you didn't have the capacity or energy for it and you weren't having enough of a balanced lifestyle you were being so hard on yourself so go 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 that you didn't have a chance to reel back and relax and find the balance the beauty in the balance to do both because you can do both you can be extremely successful and understand rest and how important it is and I think that in the past, a lot of us were taught that rest is lazy and rest equals no success. I don't know the word I was looking for. Unsuccessful? Rest means you're going to be unsuccessful? I don't know. But I feel like a lot of us were taught that rest is lazy. Rest won't get you anywhere, but it, it really will. So also work on being more present instead of focusing so much on what's next and always thinking about what's next be present in where you are right now be proud of it and understand that amazing things come from rest and balance and recharging I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I really enjoyed recording it and talking about this concept and this idea and balance because it's something I'm actively working on every single day to get better at so I hope that you guys can come on this journey with me and learn too if it's something that you struggle with and I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you next week bye guys